0: So my name is Karina and I am um, a mother of five children. I have two girls and three boys. I have been with my significant other for 11 years. I don't come from a Christian home. Um, my family was never into church. Um, I was born in Mexico um, where I was raised by my two siblings and um, neighbor at the time. My parents would work full-time uh, to be able to provide and uh, you know, put food on our table, so they were very non existent in the home. I went through a, a very traumatic uh childhood. I was stripped of my childhood at a very young age, and as I grew up i noticed I noticed some things about me I felt um that were out of my control um when I meditated on some of the addictions I had um which was unhealthy sexual um relationships and Drinking to have a good time. Uh, It wasn't something I enjoyed doing. Um, I actually felt horrible after the fact. But that was my way of coping with my childhood trauma. And so um, growing up, I felt unworthy. Um, I felt very lonely, full of shame and guilt. And I self-blamed myself um, for a lot of the things that happened. At age eight or nine, um, I actually moved to the United States when I was um, almost six years old going into kindergarten. And I started attending Salvation Army. Um, I actually was invited by a friend, and um, that was my very first time going to church. And back in the day, um, Salvation Army had vans that um, they would dispatch to pick you up. All you had to do was call the pastor and they'd send vans to um, bring you to church. And um, you know, I reflect on it and you know, I was in a nine year old girl calling a pastor to pick me up to go to church. Um, my parents never went with me. Um, I was always by myself um, going to church and me having a 9-year-old daughter now, um, especially with how crazy the world is now, it's not something that I would feel, you know, safe putting my daughter through um, or, you know, just let alone call somebody to pick her up. Um, but I felt like I, I was there for a purpose. Later, um, about, I was 11 or 12 years old, I found out my mom was not my real mom. And I was born out of adultery, so my dad had an affair, brought me into the marriage, and my mom, which was his wife, which she's my mama, um, she took me in with open arms, and um, I, could, I couldn't I could be more grateful that God really placed her in my life. Um, again, I self-blamed because, um, you know, at that age, I know my dad did something wrong, so I felt like God was punishing me for um, my father's actions. and So fast forward to meeting Eddie, which is my now husband. Um, we started dating when I was 17. Um, I got pregnant and had my first child at 18. And um, I was living life so fast. Um, he was a drug addict. and an alcoholic, but he hit it very well, and um, on the weekend of my 18th birthday, I moved in with his family, and he was um, addicted to a couple substances, and he was a drunk, um, uh, but Eddie also came from a broken home. He didn't grow up with his parents. He um, was given away to one of his uncles, and so he didn't have somebody to teach him better. Um, his uncle uh, was a drug addict, so Eddie was with his uncle, um, who he's seen as a father figure, and did drugs with him at age 13. Um We were both um, two very broken people, and it's like our brokenness is what attracted um, us to each other. Um, days, months, and years passed, and nothing changed. Um, at this time, you know, I was fighting him to get out of his addictions, and at this time, we only had one child. Um, and. I have children back to back, so our family grew pretty fast. Um, he always tried so hard to change and stay sober, and Eddie was always a provider. He was such a great father, but he was just not a good husband. He was always um, missing something, and uh, he would always fall back to his addiction. Um, he would you know, promise to stay sober, and he stayed sober three, four weeks, and he would go back. So he would reopen the wound again, and it was like that first straight, um, nine years straight. It wasn't long until I knew he was going to fall into the trap again, and um, I was just so tired of the broken promises. We never celebrated holidays. We never celebrated birthdays. I was just too scared to surround myself with anybody because anybody, anybody we had around us was not a good influence in our life. We were always surrounded by drugs um, or friends that were not doing good. Um, During my pregnancies, you know, even after having my kids, he was um, not much help because of his addiction. And then... Years later, he got another addiction. And it's like, everything just kept getting worse. Um, We were miserable for nine long years. In 2021, I mentally checked out of my marriage and I started pursuing another relationship. Without sugarcoating, I committed adultery. It wasn't until my husband seen me gone that he really thought that he needed to change. And it hurt me to see him hurt, and it hurt me to see my children hurt. And although I was already pursuing a future with somebody else, it was like I was still missing something. And um, we just didn't want to repeat the cycle. We really wanted to break that chain and we wanted to change those curses for our children. Our kids were sad and miserable going back and forth. Um, In July of 2021, uh, we decided to give it another shot. And this time I went back to misery Um, Nothing changed. And just opened that wound back up again. And this time I wasn't strong to hold everything together anymore. And then I fell into addiction. In the blink of an eye, I became the person that I was fighting for nine years to change. And I fell into the trap to use drugs as a coping mechanism. And now we're both two drug-addicted parents. We were like that for every weekend for about two months. And finally, before Thanksgiving, I said enough was enough. Thanksgiving came up, and I finally... um, stood firm in my decision and told him that if nothing changed, that I was moving on. I was becoming a person I wasn't and finally I realized I was sick of living like this. I was sick of living in a world where I just felt like I was getting dealt a bad card after bad card after bad card in the sense of my childhood my marriage, and where I was going. I was miserable. I was sad. I didn't want to. I didn't want to accept this life anymore. And that day was our first day staying sober. We still had fights, and we weren't genuinely happy. And on New Year's Eve, I told my husband we needed church. And scared and contemplating, um, he agreed and he said he would do anything to keep our family. And so I knew I wanted uh, to join a church that was going to have an amazing youth program for my kids. Um, and, you know, usually when you're scrolling on Facebook and you say you're looking for shoes, you get ads showing you shoes. And TBC came up on my suggestions, and I seen a very happy family, and that's something that I really craved. And so we gave it a shot. I told Eddie that my husband that we were going to start going the first Sunday of 2022, and he agreed. And we sat outside Topeka Bible Church parking lot for like 30 minutes, contemplating if we wanted to get off or not. Um, You know, when you come to church, everybody seems perfect. And we were broken, two broken people, a broken family. So finally, (coughs) we came in, and the very first person we met was Doug. Doug. Doug showed us everywhere around the church and we went to um, worship and we left church and Eddie said this, is, this was our second home. Mm-hmm. And as months passed by, we had such a, fu- a fire for God and we were just so hungry for his word. <laughs> um, so... We did absolutely everything. Um, I joined in, I joined TBC in January, and I believe Fed and Led started in February, and the very first day to our parenting class, um, we were driving here, and I told Eddie, uh, my husband, I was like, "You know, I really want a Bible." um so I got here, and you know, we took the kids, We were taking the kids to class, and Ashley McIntosh, she was checking in my kids, and um, I have no idea how she knew my name. Um, but she said, um, Karina. She said, I want to give you a Bible. So I said, okay, I was like, thank you. She said, yeah, I just got, um, I ordered one from Amazon, and it's the exact same one as the one I have, and I want to gift it to you. And that day just changed my life forever. And I've always prayed to God for guidance. Um, At this point, we were a couple months into sobriety, and I just felt like serving God, um, because He had already changed us s- so much in just the very short time we were here. Um, then I started volunteering. Um, my very first camp that I volunteered was Camp Catapult, and I signed myself up for absolutely everything except being a leader, because <laughs> I was um, in church six months in and. So I said anything but a leader. I didn't feel capable of um, taking on that title and showing kids about God. I was new into scripture myself, so I didn't feel like I was equipped to do so. So fast forward a couple months, I got my job title, and I was a leader. (laughs) And I was going to call Jason and tell him um, that I didn't feel comfortable taken on that role, and my husband told me that I had prayed to God to put me where I, he thought that I was needed, and I sucked it up, and I did it, <laughs> and I left out of here crying on my very last day. Um, I just felt very fulfilled, and he had just changed us so much and brought our family back together. Um so these are five kiddos. <laughs> so then uh Camp Caterpillar in the wild came and I didn't volunteer for that because everybody here told me that nobody wanted to do it because it was so hot and it was the hottest week of the of the month. So I didn't volunteer. And um The following Sunday, I showed up to um, worship, and uh, a service ended. Uh, I seen Jason, and Jason's like, are you ready for next week? And I was like, what? And he's like, are you ready for next week? You're going to be a leader. And I was like, no, I don't think I signed up for that. He's like, yes, you did. He's like, but if you don't want to take it, um, let me know. And I felt like God was just really throwing me out there. So I did it. And again, I felt fulfilled. Me and my husband decided to surrender our lives to Christ on August 28th of 2022 when we got baptized. And then we did fed and Lead again. And this time we did marriage. So just the very first year of being here at TBC, we joined a parenting and a marriage class. And then the light show came, and we both volunteered for that. (laughs) And then Sam was downstairs recruiting people for the tech team, and I volunteered for that. (laughs) And I felt such, I just felt such at peace serving God, and I asked God for guidance. And um, he has blessed me in my career. So later on that year, I prayed to God to put me somewhere that I could still serve him. I wanted to be be a business owner um, to prioritize God because if I needed to serve, I was going to serve. And I didn't want to depend on anybody to tell me if I could or not. So growing up, I always wanted to be in the beauty industry. And I asked God for guidance. And sure enough, there was a event um, at FBC and it was facials with Brooke or something like along the lines so I took that as my confirmation I was driving to Manhattan being a full-time wife a full-time mom to five children mid-winter and I graduated on time and I don't know if you asked me, but I couldn't have done that by myself. Um, he made it happen. So then I graduated the beginning of this year, 2023. And me and Eddie both just prayed to be both um, business owners. We wanted to have faith-based businesses. So um, I opened Four Seasons Wellness and Beauty Spa and I play worship music um, during my services because no matter how broken or how lost you are, and if you come see me, you're leaving with a piece of Jesus. God provided, and he made it happen. Eddie was also successful at opening his business. And... Um, It's a concrete construction company, and our very first client, she was a believer. And we had just uh, put decals on an orange truck. I don't know if you've seen it outside, Um, but we had a Bible verse on there. And so she pulled over, and we were walking into my mom's house, and, um, you know, she rolled down her window, screaming at my husband, saying, hey, hey, um, do you do uh, construction, and Eddie's like, yeah, I do construction. I'm just uh, starting my own business. And she said, okay. She said, well, I don't even live in Topeka. Um, I'm actually from Kansas City. And the house that I am trying to um, fix is over by Washburn. She said, but God led me through this road. And he told me to ask you if you... Um, I." Something along the lines, but she was felt led to ask Eddie to work for her. So fast forward a couple weeks, Eddie starts um, working for her. And before they started the construction, they prayed over the house. So Eddie started tearing out the house. And it was our very first job in the construction industry. And we started tearing out the ceiling. Mind you, Eddie always prayed for guidance. He didn't know how to run a business. His family doesn't own any businesses. Um, So we just never knew where to start. And as we're tearing out this house on 2303 Southwest High Avenue by Washburn, um, we tore out the ceiling. And two books (coughs) fell out of the ceiling. And here's one because I couldn't find the other. And this book is called Business Management. <laughs> it's called Training and Service for Executive Work. Um. um I also had a... A customer, her name was Michelle, and she came to see me for a facial, and we were listening to worship music together, and she would just started crying. And, you know, me being the esthetician, I was kind of confused, and I asked her if everything was fine. And she explained to me that she was just so mad at God, and that she was so angry because she lived a very traumatic life. Come to know that she lived a very likely childhood like mine, and I felt like God sent her to me to comfort her at the time. I invited her to church, and she gave it a chance, but she didn't feel like she belonged because she didn't heal um, what was keeping her from church. But then she texted me a couple weeks ago, and she said she's been listening to Christian music and she was playing it over and over so she can sing along to it. She messaged me for help to connect her with a mentor here at TBC. And it's still a work in progress. We also started having um, Bible study at our house. I posted a job posting on our construction business page and a gentleman reached out to us. And he was searching for Jesus all his life. And when he contacted my husband, um, my husband hired him because he had the experience. Um, But then he told my husband that he reached out to him because he needed a job and he always wanted to look for Jesus and he felt like Eddie was his way. And he's still with us to this day. And him and his wife and his family go to our um, house and we host a Bible study on Mondays. And when Connie reached out to me on August 28th, they were there. And she asked me if I would share my story. And of course, I said yes. But then a couple days passed and I was like, I don't know if I was ready. And so I talked to my husband, and I said, I think I'm actually going to call her back and tell her no. (laughs) And um, he was asking me why, and I said, because God was still working in my life. But then he told me that he never stops. (laughs) So I pulled through. (laughs) so one of the biggest lies someone can tell you is that that person can't change that's the enemy speaking and I know this because I'm living a testimony of change and growth my husband and I were on the verge of getting divorced and I thought that there was no coming back It was a very dark place and a very bad place for my husband. Um, A very bad place that my husband took us to. And I thought my family was broken, but my husband kept fighting for our family and he gave himself to God, one, the most important thing, he gave himself to God. And God can do the impossible, and I've seen this man go from never coming to church And listening to hip-hop, demonic music, to always listening to worship. We're literally watching sermons as we go to the gym. And listening to Bible. Even when he's in the shower, he'll play music and he'll just jam out to worship. He's part of chore core and he's constantly just hungry for the word of God. He also um, joined a Saturday Bible study with a group of men. And I would have never imagined this ever. If you knew my husband two to three years ago, you you would have never believed that was my husband. We were so disconnected, and we were... We were never hand in hand, um, but now we're always next to each other. (laughs) And sometimes I can't even believe this myself, that my husband is a new man and that the person that I have to thank is God, that he answered my prayers. I prayed for a husband, for my husband to come come back to me, and I kept praying and praying. And we got to such a traumatic, dark, horrible place, but it took for my husband to give himself to God, and I got to find grace in that. And I, and when I say that that's the enemy talking, when they say the person will never change, trust me, the person can change. God can do the impossible. Just keep praying for that person. And as far as, um, the Bible verses that are, that I love the most, I can't just choose one. So I'll share my first five. <laughs> Romans 8, 18, the pain you are feeling can't compare to the joy that's coming. John 14, 8, if God is all you have, you have all you need. Psalm 23, you're going to make it. Trust me. Matthew twenty one twenty two, pray, believe, and receive. And Psalm 46, 5, God is within her. She will not fall. And there's just no going back. I don't ever want to go back, and it's been the biggest blessing of my life. And when you... Catch the Holy Spirit. You want to tell everybody because truly in the deep depths of my heart, I wish every single person in the world could feel this because it it just feels so good. And if you don't know where to start, I didn't either. Pray about it, Google it, get a Bible, read the word and find community because it's always so easy to run to the wrong people. I think the word of the the word of God is what sparked so much in me and if there is anything that I want you to take from my testimony is that you are never too lost to be found and that you have a purpose. And when I got with Connie to share my testimony before I shared it here, I had nothing for her. <laughs> so, I kind of gave her um An idea, but she didn't even know what I would be sharing today. Um, But I do have a couple pictures. Um, Behind this happy marriage is also a young couple who got through the abusive, narcissistic, manipulative stage, toxic stage, who were alcoholics and drug addicts. But now we serve God together. And love God together all by the grace of God. And he did not fail us.